fans and welcome to the big blue box podcast my name is gary my name is adam and welcome to episode 382 yeah Welcome to another episode. It's for the 82 and it's a bit of a, a, an out of the blue episode. Who would have thought out this, eh? Out of the blue, yeah. Out of the blue. Just when we've had a bit of a break, a bit of a hiatus, boom, we're back. That's right. Just when things were going deftly quiet, yes. we're back. For this week at least. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why we're back is because a certain trailer landed recently. So we wanted to break that down, give you our thoughts We've watched it probably, I don't know, 50 times? At least, yeah. yeah. I've, I've watched it loads. I was gonna, that was going to be my first question to you, actually. It's how many times have you watched it? Yeah. yeah. Quite yeah. a few. Quite a few indeedy. Yeah. Because it's one of those trailers, we'll get onto it, of course, in some, some detail in a minute, but it's one of those trailers that we haven't seen in a while. Because we've had some little teasers knock about. But rewind to the Chibnall era, it wasn't really known for its uh <laughs> no. it's uh called trailers as such was it so it's a real treat to have um i don't know how to phrase it quote unquote a proper trailer i guess yeah it's a pretty yeah. epic two a whole two and a half minutes uh it's, there's a lot to to talk about there's a lot going on isn't there mm-hmm. indeedy yes. <laughs> so before we crack on with episode 382 very quickly as usual make sure you are following and subscribing to this very podcast in your podcast app of choice you won't miss an episode when it lands soon to be back to every week. But at the moment, these odd little episodes and also our monthly roundtable. So just making sure you're following so you won't miss any of that stuff. You can do that on any podcast app or network. Um, just search for The Big Blue Box. You'll find us on there. Or you can listen for free over on the website, which is bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. And over there, you can also check out and read the awesome reviews and articles from our amazing writing team and we had one drop today if you're listening to this it was yesterday from jordan who went off to do some location stuff for where the highlanders was filmed which is a very cool little location roundup so yeah go and check out all the things uh dude how have you been because like those of you haven't listened for a while or if you haven't been listening um the reason why we're on a break at the minute is because adam's been very busy traveling across the u.s and uh he's still there at the moment until november and yeah how's uh how's u.s life been dude yeah, it's been fab, mate. It's been great. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying traveling around. Uh, I'm out here in the scorching heat. But do you know what? Despite all the US goodness, um, I am at this moment in time wishing I was in grey old Cardiff. <laughs> and do you know why? Because <laughs> I've seen loads of people tweet that they're at a Doctor Who. Is it a prom or a concert? Or there is some Doctor Who thing mm-hmm. going on in Cardiff tonight with, with uh, like a live orchestra and the mothballs there i've seen loads of people getting pictures with Stephen moffitt um i'm assuming rtd is gonna be there so no doubt when i next open my phone there'll be pictures of people meeting him it's um it reminds me of dare i say the good old days when we went to the bbc proms 
together. And uh, just hearing that music live is something um, absolutely incredible, I think. So, yeah, although I'm having a great time out in here in the US and I will be back in the UK uh, for the specials in November um, before I come back to the US. So, yeah, I'm having a great time, but I am wishing I was at that concert today, dude. How about you? Yeah, the same thing, dude. That's the Adam's referring to the 60th anniversary concert. Yes. Which is taking place at the moment in Cardiff. And uh, it's for BBC Radio 2, so we might be able to get that back on, listen back to it on. I think it's BBC Sounds is their, like, um, you know, podcast and listening network. So we might be able to check it out afterwards. But it does look very cool. And um, I think they kicked off with I Am The Doctor. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, But that's cool. It's pretty annoying, mate, because I applied for tickets and so did everybody on our writing team. So there was five of us, six of us all that applied for tickets. Not one of us got a ticket. Ah, boo. So highly disappointed, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Russell, can you have a word, please, next time? I know you're listening. <laughs> have a little sneaky chat to whoever runs those things. But it does look cool, though. And you're right. It kind of brings back, uh, brings back the old memory of when they used to do these semi-regularly i guess we had a couple of mm. doctor who concert we did um the proms they did that a couple of years and then we had the the symphonic spectacular and That's they did it. another yeah, one the symphonic. Yeah. i couldn't remember what it's called yeah amazing yeah so it's uh it's very cool that they're doing it for the 60th so and i can see um there's a little clip on twitter there's a big old big old tardis prop in the background and Brilliant. oh it looks so good very cool i was thinking actually yeah. i'm almost surprised that they didn't save this mammoth trailer to drop at the proms and then put online afterwards actually because i mean they might show it there anyway but mm. uh, i would have thought this was a good opportunity for you know some good exposure um at the proms but uh, yeah maybe they'll show it there anyway yeah probably if there's a screen on i don't even know if there's a screen on stage i'm assuming there is because the proms we went to they would uh, not every song but some songs like um the what's it called the masters no the gallifrey this is gallifrey it? This is Gallifrey, where yeah. they show all the doctors on the screen, didn't they? And mm-hmm. they would sort of show clips, which is quite... It would send a shiver down your spine. Yeah, because people would cheer, wouldn't they, when they saw oh, their favourite doctor. And, yeah. Oh, mate, how cool was that? Cause, yeah. Oh, I oh, know. The feels, the feels. Actually, I'll be, able to, I'll be able to listen to it. If it's on BBC Sounds, uh, I should be able to listen to that after we've finished recording. Because the weird thing is... Um, my BBC Sounds works absolutely fine over here in the US, but my partner, who uses a VPN, it won't play at all on it. So I don't know why that is, but at the moment, I seem to be able to use BBC Sounds. So I should hmm. give that a listen once we finish recording. Yeah, give it a go, dude. Yeah. Well, it's done specifically for Radio 2. So one would assume that uh, you'll be able to catch up and listen to it. Right hopefully yeah so yeah that's me i've been all good mate how are you how's things in good old blighty is it, ra- blighty. is it raining is it raining there it was raining earlier oh. yeah it was raining yesterday as well we caught the tail end of one of the storms so one thing that you've uh we we've, we don't really do them that well fortunately is we don't do the big storms right so where you no. are in the us They're you guys have big. some yeah some big old yeah. boomers um, whereas here we kind of get the tail end of them all the time so they as you know, they kick off in the Atlantic and then they die down, but we get just like the, the tail end of it. So the last couple of days we've been dealing with Storm Agnes, I think. So Storm it's been very windy, rainy, all that stuff. Basically, the, the weather that you expect in the UK as we approach October. Yeah. Grey, 
not cold, but not warm. You know, a bit of rain here and there. Not selling it very well to potential visitors to the UK, but it's um, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, the stores are huge out here, mate, and they came, they come out of nowhere. Like um, when we when we come back from Chicago the other day, we went straight to the cinema to see the new um, Poirot film, Something in Venice, which was actually quite disappointing. Um, and it was like boiling hot, gorgeous sunshine, blue sky. And we were like, oh, it's good to be back in Texas. It's, you know, the Texas heat. And then by the time we came out of the film, which was two hours, it was like the biggest storm you'd ever seen. We had to stay in the cinema for nearly an hour <laughs> waiting for it to clear. It was just like, it was like an apocalypse. <laughs> Lightning flashing. It was just craziness. And we were like, <laughs> what happened? It was like the most beautiful sunshine when we walked in. So yeah, they, but it, that's the thing over here. It changes quickly. Like you mm-hmm. just never know from one hour to the next what you're going to get. But um, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, just, good times. Um, just before yeah, we crack on with the trailer, I just want to ask you, how are you doing? Have you dipped into your season 20 box set? Because that's the other thing that's killing me about being out here <laughs> is that I can't get to my, my season 20 box set is waiting for me, hopefully, uh, when I get home. And um, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people saying, you know, they're watching this and this extra feature is great. And I've seen a few people saying they're having issues with the picture quality as well, saying that there's like this blurred effect on some of the episodes and the restoration team are looking into if it's faulty discs. Oh gosh, all that sort of stuff. But how far have you got in yours? Have you dived into it? Yes, I have. Yeah. So the, the new, um, uh, kind of making off, if you like, um, stuff that they, they've done is, is very, very cool. So, um, it's like, uh, it's it's not like an overall thing where they go through every detail. What they've done is they've they've um, divided it into a few different things. So one of them's being um, uh, when Janet met Martin, which is um, uh, Janet Fielding chatting to Martin Clunes of all people. Oh yeah, because um, he was in Snake Dance, wasn't he? So they've course, you know, they've yeah. done that, and then they've done this thing called Look Who's Driving, which is um, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, Janet Fielding, Sarah Sutton, and Peter Davison go on a bit of a road trip around Europe, which is very funny. Uh, really really cool the behind the sofa is really good yeah um uh, you got peter davison colin baker and mccoy on one of them mate and it's solid gold i can't it's, wait to watch that it's so good yeah yeah um and the other one i've watched um is the uh they go to like you know they've done a location stuff on the recent ones so they go mm-hmm. to um uh the some of the castle and countryside stuff around the king's demons and stuff so it's uh it's really cool and the only episode that i've watched apart from the special features is the five doctors as you would as you do of course yeah yeah of course yeah and uh yeah we'll have to chat about that when you're back um and you've watched it because they've changed they've made a few changes to the five doctors so mm. you've got the the original edition but you've also got this 40th anniversary edition which has got um like a new sound mix updated special effects and whatnot so i'll be interested to get your thoughts on that yeah because i'm not always the biggest fan of updated effects i just like the old stuff so yeah i I mean obviously i'm intrigued to watch it and see it Mm. yeah it's a great set it's a really really good set this one i mean they're all good but this one's yeah it's a big old chunky set as well isn't it because uh for some reason mine was delivered to my neighbors and it was left shoved through their letterbox halfway out of it and i was just thinking god i hope it hasn't been crushed being pushed through there i wasn't very happy when i saw the the picture um but uh, yeah it's a big old set isn't it probably the biggest mm. in, you know in terms of um the size of the box i mean it's a a, a big one yeah 
Indeed, yeah. So other than that, dude, not much else. Oh, I've started watching the war games today just oh, yeah. because I was in the mood for it. I've not seen it in ages. I've three episodes in on that one. I'm really enjoying it, dude. Really enjoying this watch through of it. Oh, it's yeah. great. I mean, I, I haven't watched that for quite a while, actually. But yes, yeah, it's, it's such a good story, isn't it? And it, there's, even though it's black and white, there is something about that story in black and white. It's just mm-hmm. got, gives me the feels. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, really it's, cool. It's got some depth to it. Yeah, and I'd forgotten all some, like, a load of nuances and stuff, as you do when you've not seen an episode for years. Literally years it's been since I watched it. And uh, you forget about some of the little things. So I'd forgotten about um Smythe when he puts his glasses on and he controls people's minds and yeah <laughs> um you know and the 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 screen behind the painting on the wall in the first few eps and yeah yeah you know all those little things and yeah so I'm really enjoying Troughton is just brilliant like every Absolutely. episode so far. yeah on yeah. fire dude so yeah yeah um we got some um some bits coming up on the on the 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 blog side of things I guess on the website so we've got um a couple of reviews coming up so Dan Slot his upcoming Doctor Who comic from Titan, Once Upon a Time Lord. We've got some advanced copies of that, so we're going to get that reviewed. And that will be up just before that lands, um, sort of middle to end of October. And then we've got a couple of big finish things going on. So, yeah. So even though it's quiet and we haven't got the new special landing yet, there is some stuff, some things happening, some stuff going on. So it's all good. Yeah, actually, I, I think um should give a shout out to the, the writing team as well, because a, a few people have said you know, on Twitter and in the Discord, that, oh, I really miss you guys. And I say, but actually, although me and Gary are sort of um, taking a bit of a break or only doing these when we can, there's we're st- still loads of content coming out from the Blue Box from our writing team. They do fantastic articles for us. And also the roundtable as well. People definitely should check out the roundtables uh, we've been recording once a month because we have such a laugh on them. And that is basically me and Gary with the writing team just sitting down and talking about random stuff. And uh, the last <laughs> couple we've done with them just such good fun so um, when people say oh you know i miss you guys go there is stuff out there there's podcasts out there still going there is loads of articles go check them out we're still still uh we're still rocking and rolling indeedy yeah. yes okie dokie dude let's talk trailer let's get into this one yeah new trailer so this landed when did this land about five days ago now wasn't it four or five days ago yeah last saturday and it was a weird one because we knew it was coming, but we didn't, if that makes sense. So to the, there was a load of us that got invited to this thing called the Subwave Network on Instagram. You probably saw this as well. Yeah. Where in the run-up to it, the BBC's official Doctor Who account essentially just dropped a load of cryptic messages and stuff like that in a run-up to it. And then um, we got some news or uh, a mini update about four or five days out, maybe a week out, that the trailer was probably going to drop before the uh, the very entertaining Strictly Come Dancing, which mm-hmm. is a show here in the UK that goes out on a Saturday and Sunday <laughs> night. So we knew it was going to drop at some point. And then in the, the announcer's speech just before Strictly, they said, thank you for the whatever watching. Coming up, we have whatever dancers are going to be doing their thing. But before then, and then they said something cryptic again about the doctor. And then we just went straight into it. There was no, there was no warm up. We just went straight in. And like you said, it's two and a half ish minutes. And it it very much felt like a, a proper trailer. You know, in the past, I think some of the people at the BBC have confused the word trailer with teaser now and then, um, where they said in the past that a trailer's dropped and it ends up being literally 12 seconds 
of nothing. So which is very much not a trailer. So this was very much in its truest form, a very good trailer. We got to see um, a, a bunch more scenes with a bit more context that we hadn't seen before, which we'll get into. Uh, all the characters that we've been seeing, but we've been seeing in the previous teasers, and um, just the whole thing feeling a bit more coherent, if that makes sense. Because in the previous teasers, we'd see a scene where, um, you know, the Doctor might look at Donna in a certain way in the previous teaser, and everybody starts going mad. It's like, what's happening? Like the the Donna doesn't recognize the doctor and what's going to happen. Are they going to interact at all? And then you fast forward to the actual trailer for this one. And you can see that they very much are back as a team and, you know, they're in all that stuff. So it just feels a lot more rounded and uh, we've got a a better idea of what's coming. So um, before we dive into some of the details, uh, did you like the trailer? Did you like the vibe? Do you like the, everything that went on with this one? Yeah, I did. I I honestly thought it was a fantastic trailer. And what got me was how epic everything looked. It almost felt like a film trailer. Um, And what it did a great job of is giving us like great content, but without spoiling anything. Like I feel like we've seen like great moments in episodes, but I still have no clue what's going on. So it did a great job of giving us things without spoiling too much. I thought, um, just the production values look fantastic. I have to say, probably even better than I was expecting, if I'm honest. Like, it looked, as I said, almost film-style quality. Um, mm. Yeah, I thought it was a great trailer, mate. And more than anything, it just made me feel like emotions, which is what I've been missing, I think, the last few years, is when you got a trailer, I'd walk away and think, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not too bothered. And this, I just really am now absolutely cannot wait for these three specials to drop. Um, it, overall, my whole thoughts on it are pretty positive. I was hoping, if I'm going to nitpick, that we would see Wilf. I really just wanted a clip of Bernard um, because, well, well, we say we know he's in it. We're assuming, we, we know he filmed stuff for it, but obviously he passed away after filming. We don't know. I mean, is there any sort of issue with him being in it? We don't know. Did they finish what they needed? Has he been cut out of it? I very much doubt he has. But I do think it's strange we haven't seen even the tiniest clip of Wilf in any of the trailers. Um, and I desperately want to see Bernard uh, on screen. Mm. So I, I was expecting that. And to be honest, it for me, I think it was the only thing missing from the trailer was was mm-hmm. just having a clip of Wilf in it. That would have absolutely cemented it as a, a fantastic 10 out of 10 trailer. But yeah, I'm not complaining, mate. I thought it was great. And it... Just hearing Catherine say those words, she <laughs> she's a great actor, you know. I mean, just because mm-hmm. it starts with Donna, doesn't it? Saying, you know, um, what have I lost? You know, it's as if she's starting to remember the stuff that she's not allowed to remember. And then we got that quick flashback to the the classic, you know, moment when the Doctor erased her memory, and that again gave me a little shiver down the spine of mixing that flashback into the new trailer. Um, I mean, will they do that in the actual episode, you think? Or is that just for the sake of the trailer? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Because obviously knows. there is a difference in film quality. You can you can mm. notice it even in just that short, brief moment. Um, but even that, I just sort of thought, this is the only thing really that we know about these specials is that it is going to tie into that thing of the Doctor wiping uh, Donna's memory. That's really the only sort of giveaway from, from this uh, trailer is that it's definitely going to, 
you know, not be centered around that, but it's obviously going to be an important part of it. Um, and I really yeah, don't want yeah. Donna to die, but the doctor does say, I don't know if I can save you this time. And that is another moment in the trailer that just made me go, oh, just the acting, the emotion in that short clip. I mean, yeah, honestly, I was, I'm kind of gushing over it a little bit, but I just thought it was a fantastic trailer, mate, and I have watched it quite a few times since. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally agree. And um, uh, I was going to say this at the end, but um, yeah, you've you've picked up on it, which is the the visual quality and the visual fidelity of just how filmic it looks and how cinematic it looks. The opening shot, um, you know, where you've got um, uh, the, the after it says official trailer, it's basically just London. You see the shard, and it's yeah. like sunset. And it's like this big, wide shot before we see Donna talking to her mum. And even that sets off the tone of the trailer because it, it just looks like... You, you can tell a mile off that we've got some Disney money. I was going <laughs> to say, it's got to be Disney you know? money, right? It's to look this good, surely. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, the last few years, actually, uh, I don't know. I think from Capaldi's era onwards, they really upped their game in terms of... Um, cinematography and you know how cool it looks and uh, it's not to say that the stuff prior to that didn't it was just you know that it was just like the step up as we've gone through various eras and generations of who since 2005 um, you, you can tell that the step up every now and then you can just tell because and then when we got to Jodie's era visually it just looked fantastic most of the time it looked yeah. really good and so this is now even a step up from that. You can tell that, you know, they've just really um, just gone top whack on all that stuff. So the production quality and all of the, um, uh, even like the, it's kind of weird to say, we'll get onto it, I guess, but um, you, would, you would assume that given the extra budget that they've got clearly from the investment from Disney and whatnot, that the, the visual effects side of things would have been improved as well. And it no doubt has, because when you see things of like certain portals and the TARDIS, you know, knocking around and, and that sort of thing it has, but they've also reverted back to practical effects as well, which is such a good move. So, yes. um, old, uh, old BP, <laughs> um, is a, is a physical puppet. You know, we're going back to like, Yoda, the Empire Strikes Back kind of vibes here, where you've got actually yeah. somebody controlling a physical puppet and, and doing that stuff. And that, and then you have some of the, uh, what they called the Wrath uh, warriors as well, that look like mm. the giant ants kind of thing. They're physical as well. Then you don't see, you know, if we step back maybe a decade, a lot of these things would have been done visually in terms of visual effects, like they did all of the, like in the, um, some of the Star Wars films in the prequels. Um, I think there was one uh, one of the films where every single one of the clone troopers was a CG-generated character. There was nobody live-action in any of the clone troopers. Yeah. So now we've come back to this feel of like, let's do as... If we can do something practically, let's do that because you know it looks so good. But anyway, so the, the whole visual quality of everything and the cinematography and just how gorgeous it looks, I think once we see it, if you're fortunate enough to have a decent sized TV and a 4k TV and stuff, this is going to look just, just amazing. Like the best it's ever looked. So yeah, visually amazing. And then let's carry on with Donna then because Donna seems to be 
which is not a bad thing, the focus of the story. Same Previously, yeah. you know, when we saw the teaser, it was like, well, Donna's in it, but is she there to be the focus of the story with the Doctor, or is she just there to fill in some of the gaps because we know that Donna's daughter's in it? So is it going to be more about her? Are they going to focus purely like a grudge match between the Doctor and the toy maker, which we know is an official, he is the toy maker now. Yeah. And then Donna's just going to be there. But no, it seems to be a very much a Donna focus. And like you said, um, Catherine Tate, she's a brilliant actress, right? Absolutely brilliant. So um, what do you think about this being kind of bringing back the whole Dr. Donna thing from RTD's era? Because they could have chose any anyone from the past. Well, at least back to 2005. They could have chose any companion. It could have been Martha come back. It could have been mm-hmm. anybody. So what? why do you think Russell's gone with Dr. Donna at this point for the 60th? Um, I think, uh, I mean, I am happy it's Dr. Donna because I love this pairing. Um, I think he's gone with them because he knows how popular they were. I have to be honest. I mean, I, I like Rose to a point, um, but Donna's definitely my favourite of Tennant's companions. But if it had been the Doctor and Rose coming back for the 60th, which again, I could totally see happening. I have got to be honest. I don't think I'd be as excited because what I love about Tennant and Tate is the unmistakable chemistry they have. And I think Russell knows that. And if he wants to make the show appeal to not just the fan base, but also the general public again, I think he knows that the chemistry between those two is just magic. And you can see it even in the clips that we've got in this trailer. You know, they are fantastic together. And also they hold their own. I mean, as I said, Catherine, the way she delivers her lines, although she's known as being primarily a comedian and, and you know her sketch shows and stuff if you watch the start of that trailer you know she really is saying those words off the page with fantastic delivery the emotion um you believe what she's saying i i just think um it was an inspired choice to bring these two back and i think russell knows exactly what he's doing by by having the dr donna it's interesting though because i found the ending to donna's story where the doctor wipes her memory heartbreaking at the time because I love the character so much and I always felt so sad for Donna that she'd achieved Mm. all these things and she'll never know and I Mm. I always had mixed feelings about that if I'm honest because I love it because I think it's it's daring and it's something different but it always pained me that Donna would never know what she'd done so maybe this will reset that a little bit but Mm. how they're going to get around it is the thing that intrigues me and worries me the most because I'll be honest, I don't want Donna to die. And I, well, and I also don't want to reset. I don't want it to get mm-hmm. to the end of three specials and be like, it's fine, I've wiped her memory again, she'll never know. It's all back to, you know, we hate a reset button in Doctor Who because it just makes, you know, everything feel a bit lazy. So I don't want to reset, but I also don't want Donna to die. So I'm a little bit conflicted in terms of that. Mm. But Yeah, I read you, dude. It's... um. It will be. It's going to be fascinating to find out what the what the angle is they're taking with this because, um, even if they killed off Donna before, there's there's a saying now, isn't there, that with any kind of sci-fi or anything like that, that no one's ever really dead, are they? No, like, especially not in the Moffat era. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, you can bring back anybody, really. You know, yeah. there's a way of of doing that. But so that's like hurdle one done already. You don't have to bring back a dead character. So Donna's already around she just doesn't remember anything yeah. so what's going to be fascinating is how they get around the whole 
because the way that David Tennant acted that before was so brilliant where he said, you know, if she remembers me, her mind will burn up and, and she'll die sort of thing. And he delivered that with such conviction and so on. So now we are fast forward to now. It's like, well, you told us that she was going to die if she remembered you and now she does. So how have you, I don't know, it'll be, it'll be cool to see how Russell's done that. And also, like you said, at the end, now that she remembers the doctor, how does, do they press the reset button? Do they find some way somehow to, to allow her to keep her memories and live on it? Um, yeah, it's going to be cool. And uh, I think this does, because there was a lot of chat, wasn't there, before around, before any of these teasers landed, whether this was an alternative universe where this doctor oh, yeah. and this Donna mm. might not even been the same as we watched before. But obviously now they've shown the flashbacks to when we saw, you know, uh, uh, previously. It obviously is. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's going to be really cool. And like you said, Russell knows what he's doing. He knows, you know, we have trust as always in in Russell for the most part. So it should be um, <laughs> it should be cool. And uh, she does. Um, you rec- you said that she's she's obviously known for being a comedian most of the time. And there was a mm. couple of lines that she delivered, and it's sort of very funny that we've seen already. So yeah, true. Yeah, you know when she sees Beep for the first time and she flips out, she's like, "We've got a Martian in the shed," <laughs> and and, uh, and then the the line that everybody's talking about, which is very cool, where she's like something so bad the TARDIS has run away and the doctor's very sheepishly like yeah yes and she's like right then we go and kick its ass you know so she's off and that yeah. that's very much um like her attitude with the Centauran story you know when she's like mm-hmm. taking out Centauran she's like back of the neck you know that kind of yes typical humorous um Donna so uh, a, a great mix of emotional stuff and funny stuff which is what you want, right, from from Donna. It is what we want, because I think that's what we loved about, you know, Series 4, you know, back in the day. It was, again, the chemistry. The, you got the emotion, you got the action, you got the drama, and both Tennant and Tay managed to just deliver that in spades. You know, they, they, mm. they're both so good at it. I am slightly worried, actually, because I think, because we know this incarnation of the Doctor, the 14th, is obviously going to be short-lived. He's going to get three specials and be gone. I mean, McGann's probably sat in the wings thinking, well, you know, uh, maybe my <laughs> tenure wasn't so short after all. But um, because he's only got those three specials, maybe he's going to... Hmm. I wonder if he's going to sacrifice himself to save Donna. I, I wonder if that's going to play into it. That might be one of my predictions, if you like. I feel like... Because hmm. he's got to die somehow, hasn't he, the 40th Doctor, to, re- to, to regenerate into Shooty. So, or at of least... Of course, yeah. Actually, we'll get onto that regeneration bit uh, later, but there's a few things, a few theories I've got on that as well. But I am wondering if he'll somehow sacrifice himself to save Donna, um, mm-hmm. but whether that'll affect her memories or not, I don't know. Yeah, well, let's talk about David Tennant then, because um, mm-hmm. he, um, like Catherine Tate, seems to have just um, seamlessly, effortlessly, effortlessly just slipped back into Absolutely. being the doctor i mean i know he's had plenty of practice at it by now let's be honest but it never amazed it's just amazing how whenever he comes back it's like he's never been away you know it's um and it is strange for a lot of actors to do that we've uh, there's been loads of interviews in the past with people like um off the top of my head uh when um when they were filming star wars and um Carrie Fisher came back to film her stuff. She was just all over the place in bits. 
because she just hadn't done that stuff in so many years. When it came round to filming uh, Leia again, she just couldn't get her head into it to begin with. You know, she really struggled to get back into the role that everybody knew. You know, it was her role. Yeah. Whereas David Tennant, I don't know, it just seems like he just walks back on somehow and it's like he just filmed his last scene yesterday. You know, and he's just back into it. So he's, you know, looks amazing. So that's amazing that David Tennant can do that. Could just slip back into it. And um, so his performance is brilliant as always. He does the whole shouty thing now and then. He does the mm-hmm. whole kind of somber thing that we expect. Um, you mentioned the regeneration stuff that's going to happen, presumably at the end or at some point um, into the next Doctor. Um, but I think a bigger question is, how he is back more than his regeneration into the next doctor. So why do you, um, why do you think this version of the doctor is back? Because that's kind of a, there's no rule book in place, right? There's no, mm. there's no rule book in terms of when you're a writer on doctor who, how you handle a regeneration, just the rule of thumb over the last 60 years has been when this doctor this version of the doctor has come to an end. They regenerate into a completely different doctor. So there's nothing to say that you couldn't regenerate into, you know, a previous incarnation because it might have something to do with the whole, um, you know, when we was, you know, the power of the doctor episode where Jody sees some previous doctors in this place. In the, yeah. It's at the edge. Yeah. yeah. Um, they could have something to do with that where, the previous incarnations of the doctors are never truly gone forever and death. They're in this place somewhere. Um, and they might be able to come back from that place, but maybe that's it. Or maybe there's a completely different sci-fi reason behind us. But, um, do you think that's a bigger question at the minute is how come this version is back? Yeah. I mean that I, I can't think that's, that's one of the things I haven't figured out. I just can't work out like, because RTD has been very clear that this is the 14th Doctor, not the 10th. So we're told mm. it's a different Doctor. Um, but obviously he looks <laughs> a lot like the 10th Doctor, just a tad older. Um, you know, so I don't know why he's chose that face. I mean, is it going to play into like when the 12th Doctor saw his reflection in that barrel and he started look, thinking back to the Fires of Pompeii episode and why did I choose this face? I can't see RTD going down that route, to be honest. I think it's going to be something else. Um, and I think it may well play right. into the edge. I, I've got a feeling that that is going to be a part of the story. You know, the, these doctors waiting in the edge because um, I, I don't know. I just feel that's going to play into it basically. And actually, the, the question I wanted to ask you was: I know a lot of people have have sort of got this issue of, well, if he's the fourteenth Doctor, why is David playing it just like the tenth Doctor? I personally, I think he is slightly different. But on the other hand, it doesn't bother me that he's also very similar to 10 because it's the Doctor, it's the same character. So why wouldn't he have very similar characteristics? It doesn't bother me, in other words, if he's playing the 40th Doctor a lot like the 10th Doctor. It won't bother me in the slightest, but some people are a bit annoyed about it. And I just wondered how you feel. Do you feel, feel like David should try and put a different slant on this take of this Doctor? Should he play this Doctor differently if he's the 40th Doctor? Or do you think he should just do what he know, does best? And just play the Doctor as he always has. Because I think there's a slightly darker edge, slightly more unhinged edge to this Doctor, judging by the trailers. Um, 
But how do you feel about it? If he, if it does turn out that he's really similar to the Tenth Doctor, will you look back and think, oh well, you know, David could have done this, he could have done that, or do you think he just is best doing what he does best? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, t- to me, he's just playing the the Tenth the Doctor. Doctor. Oh, okay. You think to it's me, the same? Mm. Yeah. Um, may, yeah. Maybe there is a a slight a slightly darker tone here and there. But I think that would just that would apply if he was playing the Tenth Doctor anyway. I think because I think that's just what the story requires. Mm-hmm. Um, so to I me, he's exactly yeah. Sorry, go on, mate. Yeah, yeah, to me, he's just exactly the same as um as he was when he was the Tenth Doctor. To me, anyway. Yeah. The the reason I'm saying a, dar- a slightly darker edge, what I'm picking up from the trailer is he seems like the broodier side of the Tenth Doctor to me. You know, right, he's got that right. slightly sad look on his face where he's not the sort of He's not the tenth Doctor from Series Two, for example, where him and Rose are running about giggling, and there's—I don't see that sort of fun side of the tenth Doctor in in many of the clips we've seen. You know, it, mm. it seems like the more melancholy. I almost—I don't know if he's going to go down the time of Victorious route. I doubt it will go that dark, but mm. I wouldn't mind if it did. To be honest with you, I wouldn't mind if it, if this Doctor had a slightly darker edge. But I, I feel like he's playing it more like the later. 10th doctor if you like right uh, yeah, no i get broody. that mate. yeah yeah because there's um the only times in the trailer at least that we see him jovial is when he they land on the helipad at unit and he yes. sees kate yes. leftwich to it you know and he's yeah and he's quite he's quite happy to see her and stuff and then the little the little thing where donna says you know the tardis has run away and he's yeah you know that's it's kind of comedic and a bit light in that respect but yeah you're right the rest of it he's very a bit more um yeah melancholy maybe because he knows what's coming that's why i'm thinking maybe yeah. it's yeah maybe it's one of those stories where he knows exactly what's going to happen to donna he just doesn't want it to happen so he's yeah you're probably right there but overall David Tennant's performance as the 14th, no, the 15th Doctor. No, 14th, 14th, you're right. 14th. Yeah. No, it's 14th, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> as the 14th Doctor is, is just great, dude. Can't, can't fault it yet. No. no. Until we see the actual thing. But. That, that's the same. And I mean, people will say, oh, you're gushing over David Tennant, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm sorry, but I, I, you just look at the two minutes, that, you know, his performance in that two minutes, and you're getting emotion, you're getting comedy, you're getting everything. So, yeah, I mean, if you can do that in two minutes then the rest of it, I feel, mm. is pretty safe in, in, the, in the three hours that we've got for these specials. Yeah, yeah indeed. Let's, um, let's rattle through some of the smaller bits that popped up throughout the trailer then. So um, what are your thoughts on Meep then? Meep the Beep, are you, uh, <laughs> are you glad that we've got like a very, very old um, extended media character in, in Doctor Who? And do you think he looks cool? I mean, I said to... Um, I said to my wife, I said, you probably think that Beep looks pretty cute, right? And she's like, no, he looks bloody terrifying. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think he looks kind of cool. They look kind of cool. It's probably not he or she, is he? But I think they look very cool. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I I absolutely think it's, again, how on (laughs) earth has this character from this old 70s comic strip been brought to life? And how is that going to fit into the story? Another one of those questions I can't wait to find out the answer to. I, I think visually, fantastic. I mean, the, mm. as I said, the, the, you can tell some money's been pumped into this. Although it's a, a, you said it's a practical person in a suit on set. 
they've obviously enhanced it with some CGI, obviously, because it just looks brilliant. Um, I can't wait to see Meep. I really can't. And obviously voiced by Miriam Margulies. Um, no matter what you think of her as a person. I mean, I, I personally, I like her. Um, but um, I think she's great casting for the voice of, of Meep. Absolutely perfect. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that character slots in. Because it's obviously something to do with Donna because it's in Donna's house or Donna's shed or whatever. So um, I think it, it kind of, it links into, I think, what the Doctor was saying in the trailer about he's essentially saying that all roads lead back to Donna Noble mm. for some reason, you know, even though her memory has been wiped and so on, there's like this something to do with fate or destiny or something, but he's essentially saying that everything leads back, which is why he's there, you know, essentially. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see where old beep and he is very old. <laughs> they are very old. Like you said, from a very old uh, comic book strip, but yeah, visually it looks very cool. Um, Kate Lethbridge-Stewart back as unit with a very, very flashy new headquarters in London. Yeah, Stark Towers has been taken Stark over. <laughs> I mean, it does, definitely does look like that. I mean, again, that was one of the visually striking things in the trailer was, you know, the new unit headquarters um, just mm. looks uh, fantastic. You know, the helipad as well, which we know, you know, the real thing, is, is on the floor but you know they've made it look like it's up in the sky and it, it looks very convincing um so again i'm not the biggest fan of cgi so i'm very critical if it looks good or bad if you know what i mean like bad cgi to me really annoys me because i think movies and that are so over reliant on it but when they get it right and when cgi looks good i will be the first to say it and that unit tower <laughs> looks really impressive to me i think that there's a does. good cgi there um kate stewart back i mean you know i'm not the biggest fan of the character because i find her a bit bland but i feel like she could work well with tenant and again even in the short little clips that we get of those two i felt like there could be a bit of fun there so i'm i'm not going to go too hard on bashing kate stewart as a character um i mean she's not bad i, I don't think she's a bad character i just find her a bit boring and i'm never that excited to see her back if i'm honest but yeah, yeah i think in terms of this trailer and and the scenes that we got of her i thought okay yeah she might be you know might bring something to it yeah yeah and there's obviously something going down that the world is aware of it's not just um you know one of those stories where an alien's about to blow up the earth or take over and it's just the doctor that's aware of it mm whatever companion this is global yeah you can tell that something big is happening because there's a couple of really cool scenes in the trailer where you see um uh you see something coming through a portal and then uh all the streets just exploding in fire and then there's like another one of those big wide shots of london and you can see that a massive portion of london is on fire basically yes something's going down so we suspect that that's um either something that the toy maker has um, manifested, which we'll come on to, or it could be the Wrath characters who are seemingly staging some sort of invasion. Uh, so we'll see what's going on with there. But yeah, this is, you can tell that Unit's very much in it as well as the Doctor because yeah, they've got their swanky new headquarters and mm -hmm. it's in London and then everything's going down in London. So It's a big step up yeah. from like, it was only, it wasn't that long ago at the Chibnall era, it was closed down due to funding, wasn't it? Do you remember Unit was mm. just closed down? They've gone from that 
to having this the biggest skyscraper in London somehow. <laughs> so um, I am wondering how that happened. Somebody did point out as well that the last time the doctors, when doctor said goodbye to Donna, he did give her that lottery ticket. So what's she done with all that money? Because presumably it was a winning ticket. So I'm wondering mm. if um, Donna gave Unit a bit of cash to build a new... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, but that's probably won't even get mentioned. It'll probably be forgotten about. <laughs> but I, it's a curious point that someone made. You know, what, what happened to that lottery ticket that Donna was given? Yeah. Mm. She did shove yeah, it down her top, didn't she? So maybe she lost it knowing Donna. Million pound, yeah. billion pound ticket just lost in all the <laughs> confetti on her wedding day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, before we move on, talking of the Unit Tower there's um, a really cool scene where the Doctor and Donna are being are being transported to Unit. And in the background, you can see one of the other helicopters is sort of um, winching the TARDIS yeah. up and is carrying it on a cable. Uh, that's very reminiscent of the day of the Doctor, you know, when they they prop the, they pop the TARDIS down in, in London and you've got Matt Smith's Doctor hanging off the bottom and stuff. Um, so that's very kind of... You know, we've seen that image before of the TARDIS being winched around and and dropped off. So it makes you wonder why the Doctor didn't fly it there, why it had to be winched. But <laughs> It's funny, isn't yeah. it? Our unit always seemed to have to winch the TARDIS in when it can fly. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't even notice the TARDIS in, in that shot the first time I saw the trailer. Um, I think I was too busy looking at Tennant because, he again, it's a, he's just sat there looking... Like, you can just see there's a lot on the Doctor's mind in in that helicopter shot. And I, I was just looking at the Doctor. I didn't even notice the TARDIS. Um, it's, it's strange as well, isn't it, how that's quite a simple shot and that, that and it's just of a helicopter and someone in it. But even that, there's something about it that just makes this feel a bit epic. And I, I don't know why. It's like, why why is a shot of a helicopter so good? <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's just a <laughs> yeah. shot of a helicopter window with the Doctor in it. But yeah, it's something about it. I think it's just... Something about the way that the Doctor looks, maybe, and the fact the TARDIS is being carried behind him. I don't know. But I think it's a great shot, but mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, it looks very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the toy maker uh, has been confirmed, because we didn't, although we had a pretty good guess, didn't we? Yeah, sorry, Before I was about this. to shout, worldwide premiere, but I thought... I, premiere. Premiere, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we all assumed, didn't we? Pretty confidently, we had a pretty good educated guess that this was going to be the toy maker, but has now been confirmed. Neil Patrick Harris is the toy the maker. The toy maker, So yeah. are, you, are you happy to see an old, an oldie, an old character back in Modern Who or see how this pans out no i'm i'm happy i am very happy and i think it's a great character to bring back um the bbc just posted a clip from the uh, the toy maker you know the last scene of the doctor defeating him with the william hartnell clip um they just posted it on their youtube and i watched it last night and uh, it's so good and i just thought yeah this is a character we've not seen for a very long time and he, it seems like the right time to bring him back i think neil patrick harris would be great playing him as well um he wasn't in the trailer as much as i thought it was going to be and i i think mm. that's a plus because i feel like the other trailers we've had um maybe there was sort of too much of him so i think in this we did get some great clips and one of the ones that really stands out to me that i sort of missed the first time around watching the trailer but the one that i love is it, there's this quick very dark shot of him and it, it almost looks like he's operating a puppet 
Um, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, it looks yeah. like he's, it yeah. looks like he's hovering over a box or something. And he's, yeah, mm. he's, um, what do you call those things? He's got like puppet strings on his yeah. hands. And I'm thinking, what's going on there? Cause that, that looks really intriguing to me. Um, I, I think he's going to be great. I'm, I'm very excited to see him as the toy maker. It's yeah, weird he's a great they, actor as well. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he is. And it's weird how they didn't confirm his identity. Cause a lot of the trailer builds up to, something's coming back from a long time ago, somebody I haven't, you know, there's like this mystery around the character, but then I think in the press release, it just named him as the toy maker. So it is official, but it hasn't been sort of, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, we all know it's the toy maker, but it's funny how they haven't sort of <laughs> named him in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's another cool shot where he's again, back on the helipad at unit. He's in this huge oh, cannon. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And, uh, He's ready to cut loose with that somehow, and you see the doctor legging out to um to uh to uh, basically say, "Look, you're here for me. This is between you and me, sort of thing." Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see. First of all, again, this is weird because um, not only are we bringing back a doctor from before, but they're doing that thing where they bring back an, a, a villain, an alien, whatever you want to call it, from the classic years. And again, it's like, how do you how do you bring that character back? convincingly because sometimes it's uh right it's take a bit of a shortcut in some tv shows where it's like well they're just back because you know they're back you know there's not much sort of into it you know you don't have to which is not a bad thing because you don't want to uh you don't want to run into a star wars situation where in the sequel trilogy you have to go and read a bloody book to realize you know how (laughs) you know certain people came back and why this planet's there and so I, i get it you don't want huge amounts of exposition needed but it will be interesting to see how that particular character is back. Um, Cause I was surprised because this is the 60th. I was surprised and don't get me wrong. I'm surprised in a good way that they didn't have this be a, a Dalek story or something. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what you would expect, I guess, because yeah. they're the, they're the big hitters, aren't they? Like the Daleks, the Cybermen, you know, they're the ones that you wheel out. No pun intended <laughs> for the big, the big stories. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're, they might be in it. Who knows? But, um, at the, at the moment it's not so but yeah i'm really it's gonna be great to watch that character do his thing and like i said he's a really good actor as well yeah so, and it introduces the character yeah. to a whole new audience doesn't it like you said everybody knows the daleks and the cybermen and they've been massively overused since the show come back um but i think even the general public wouldn't be very excited by the daleks if, if i'm honest um so to have the toy maker come in i think will grab people's attention uh he is a great character as well so yeah, I, I'm like you. I'm absolutely chuffed. Chuffed. He's, uh, yeah. he's the, well. Yeah. We assume the main protagonist, unless there's somebody working with him, like the master or someone. But yeah, I, I hope it's just him. Mm. To be honest, I don't really want any. Oh, but it was. I was working for these guys the whole time. I don't want any of that. Let, let's just have the <laughs> toy maker do his thing because he's um, he's a strong enough character to to stand on his own. You know. Yeah, and they've done that as well a few times already, haven't they? Mm. It's like a conglomerate of other villains all sort of mucking in together. Yeah. You know, we had that with a whole, um, when did they first do that properly? It was like the Pandorica thing. I was wasn't thinking it? You of know, the Pandorica where everybody showed up, which was cool at yeah. the time, but yeah, it's yeah. been done a bit too much now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed mate. Yes. Um, and then we got, uh, I mentioned earlier very briefly, but we got a couple of little scenes with Donna's daughter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in this one. So that's going to be uh yeah, Rose. That's, um, I'm not sure how much of a part she's going to play in everything because she's obviously, um, I think it's going to be one of those things where 
because Donna's had no memory of anything at all to do with the Doctor and everything that she did with the Doctor. Her, they've just grown, well, you know, her daughter's grown up just to have a very normal life, seemingly, and, you know, a normal mum and everything. So I think there's going to be like a double shock factor. It's going to be Donna, who obviously remembers what's happened and she's, you know, rocking and rolling again. But then you've also got her daughter that's, because she's seen Beep and, you know, she's seen the things in the sky that we saw from the previous teaser and things like that. It's like a shock for her as well, right? Because it's like, holy crap, my mum's done all this cool stuff. Mm. And, you know, so it'll be, again, there's so many interesting things that are coming up, I think. And her character is also one of those. Uh, how does she fit into the story? Because I don't think she's going to be a key role, but I think she is going to be yeah, I think she's going to have to slot into this somehow, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the thing. There's only there's. I don't remember seeing any clip of the Doctor, Donna and Rose together. I, there are clips of the Doctor and Rose together. I mean, I might be wrong. There might be clips of the three of them, but nothing springs to mind. And it's mainly Rose talking to Meep, isn't it? And I wonder if Meep's going to trick Rose into thinking... There, this sweet little, you know, there's monsters, save me. And then she's going <laughs> to turn around and, um, you know, kidnap Rose or something. I don't know. I reckon Rose might be tricked by Meep somehow. Um, mm. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe. remember many clips. I remember there's a bit with the Doctor and Rose looking at the spaceship in the sky, but not that many scenes of Rose with the other characters that I could think of. No, no. And, so. there's, um, and there's plenty of opportunity as well. There's a few scenes when they're in Donna's house because... Donna's mum's knocking around. She's oh, yeah, back. Sylvia. Sylvia, and she's very, very much not happy with the Doctor because she gives him a good old smack. Oh, I feel that slap every time I chops. watch it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she's... um. That's been building she's for not a while, happy. I feel. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was really angry. Remember then when we left Donna before when he wipes her memory and there was not, there was not a good vibe at all between the Doctor and Sylvia because... She was, I think, um, the doctor essentially said uh, she's like one of the most brilliant people yeah. in the universe. And she's like, I know that, you know, she's my daughter sort of thing. When she sat there with Wilf and the doctor says, you know, it wouldn't hurt to tell Why her. Why don't you tell her sometime, yeah. Yeah. I love that so, bit. Yeah, and Sylve's face is like, oh, like thunder. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so those two didn't exactly part on the greatest of terms, right? I think... Um, I think Silver's happy that the doctor was buggering off because he, that way she's not in danger anymore. But at the same time, you know, there's a few little home truths came, came knocking on the door then I, and she wasn't too happy. So I don't think Sylve's Silv, going to be happy to see the doctor back at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I think Wilf will be. That's why I'm kind of hoping, I really hope Bernard's still in the, in it. There's no reason to believe he isn't, but um, I think Wilf will be really pleased to see the doctor back. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Sylvia will be, uh, especially judging by that that's, that slap. Uh, there is a bit yes, where the Doctor yeah. sort of, I think someone's shooting through the doorway. The Doctor puts his hand down. It looks like he's almost stopping a bullet with his hand. There's a very quick clip of that as well. And that, that to me looks like it's in Sylvia's house. So if, that's, if her house get, ends up getting shot to pieces, she probably really won't be happy uh, with the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there's another scene as well where the Doctor seems to be talking to someone, this this woman character. I can't... Oh, yes. I think we've had her name already, but I can't remember. Um, so she's another character that's in this as well. 
again, I don't think she's going to be a key player, but she's, um, you can see the doctors kind of laying out what's happening right now in the story. And she seems quite intrigued and, you know, so. I wonder if she's uh, working for unit or something, that character, because the doctor seems to be explaining Donna to her, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, Is it Ruth Maidley? Is that the character? uh, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, not the character, but, sorry, that's her real name. I, can't, I don't know what the character's name is. Yeah, 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 I think it's her, yeah. And uh, so although we've had, like you mentioned earlier, some fairly decent stuff land in the trailer over the couple of minutes, I still think there's lots to come um, across these three episodes. That uh, I think the trailer's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, I think we've got some setup, some nice setup for what's going to come. But yeah, so those other characters like Rose and... and uh, uh, and the woman we think is from unit and Kate Leftwich Stewart and some other people. I think, yeah, I, I think dude, we've got some, some way bigger things to, that's going to drop. Um, well, that does, we haven't seen yet. It does make you wonder how much is being held back. Doesn't it? Cause I was saying about getting mm. that fine line between giving us stuff to get excited about and, and spoilers, you know, big spoilers. And I, it seems to me like they've done a good job so far, but the other thing was, I suppose I wasn't in any way disappointed in this trailer, but I suppose of all the rumours kicking around about possibly Matt coming back and Powerdy, which I can't see ever happening, um, I suppose there was part of me that hoped, because we knew that all the other trailers were just clips from the first episode, so there were two, two hours worth of footage that we haven't seen anything from, I suppose I was hoping there might be like a little bow tie being straightened or maybe some eyebrows appear, which... Are, I'm now starting to think it's not going to happen. And I think I'm okay with that, actually. But I was sort of wondering, mm. is everything in this clip, everything in this two-and-a-half-minute trailer, have we got stuff from all three specials in, in that trailer? Or is this still clips from the first episode? That's, that's the thing I'm not 100% clear about. Yeah, I think it's stuff from all three. I'm assuming it is. Yeah, I think it is. But... um. I, th- I think there's going to be loads more to come. I think there's yeah. a lot we, yeah, it's being mm-hmm. held back. I, I really do. Because, I mean, I think, to be fair, if I was Russell putting out this trailer, I'd be thinking, get a load of that. I mean, he's, that is a lot already, right? That's a lot to mm-hmm. get excited about. But to think there might be, you know, a, a load of stuff that he can't wait for us to see that he's holding back, that's the feeling I'm getting. That, that you know, this is perhaps just the tip of the iceberg and if it is my god we're in for a real treat because this is amazing Mm. in itself yeah absolutely mate and um and just lastly for me then uh we have to talk about the very very brief uh next doctor at the end so we see shooty uh at the very end looking uh how do you describe the expression on (laughs) on shooting in this then he's kind of yeah he's definitely given a look it's kind of a look of like He's opening his eyes slowly and there's a little bit of a smile developing there. So, I mean, yeah, although we don't want to take anything away from the specials that are coming up, it's going to be great having a brand new Doctor, right? Yeah, and I saw some people weren't happy that he was in the trailer. They were saying, oh, it took them out of out of it. I don't get that, uh, to be honest. I, th- I thought it was really nice to have Shooty included in the trailer. Mm. I'm intrigued by the background. I'm assuming it's the real background this time and not one they've put in to hide spoilers. So I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my money on that. That's either the edge uh, where all the other dots are or 
it could be Gallifrey, I feel. So, because there's a sort of orangey tinted background to him, isn't he? The other thing it could be is it could be he's back on the cliff where Jodie regenerated because you can, if you listen to the clip of the regeneration sound effect that plays over him, you can hear a tiny second of Jodie. And people are theorising that maybe after everything's done in the specials, the Doctor goes back to the, the cliff and Jodie regenerates into Shooty. Now, personally, I don't want to see that happen because I, <laughs> I, I just... No, not, mm. not just, just because I just feel like it will... Again, it's a bit of a reset. That's the only reason I don't want it to happen. Nothing to do with Jodie or anything. But I just want to... You know, I want the 14th Doctor to be the 14th Doctor and I want him to mm. regenerate into Shooty, personally. But... Gotcha. But because yeah. you can hear Jodie in a split second of that regeneration sound effect when we see him in the trailer, there is a theory he could be Jodie regenerating into him. We'll see. But I reckon mm. he's at the edge in that clip. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. I think he's there. I think that's, that's the... Um, yeah. The, the, the regen into, into that Doctor. Yeah. We will see. But, um, but it, I mean, I, I think it's cool to see him in it because it's, uh, it's a little... Sp- it's a tiny little reminder that although you've got some great, some great Doctor Who coming up that is going to feature some characters that you've loved for years, let's not forget that once the celebration, you know, the celebratory side of this has been done, we then have to look forward to, to like the new stuff yeah, that's coming, right? So that's a, that's a nice little reminder that although this is all great, there's a new Doctor waiting in the wings ready to, ready to, uh, to do his thing. So... I think it's cool. I, I, the whole Jody thing coming back to regen. So it'd be weird, wouldn't it, to her to regen into the 14th, to then him to go back to Jody yeah. for her to then regen back to Shooty. Because then you get into that thing, well, you know, if you're just going to go back to Jody, does Shooty become the 14th? Exactly. Was, was Tenant's Doctor just a, a temporary, you know, like the War Doctor, you know, it's, mm. as sad as it sounds not a lot of people count the war doctor when they're going through the list of doctors. It's like, you know, reel off all the doctors and they always breeze past him. So would this doctor be treated in that same way where it's like, well, he's not really the 14th doctor, is he? He was just like a little side note before we got to the act. So I don't know. That seems a bit of a, a convoluted way of doing it to me. I mean, it, like you said, mate, it could, could be a thing, but I don't know. I, I felt like they seems just weird. used the same soundtrack. And it just, cause it is like, yeah. I had to listen to it about, five times to hear Jodie because I couldn't work out what people are talking about so I can't hear Jodie but you can you can just hear her sort of last gasp in the as Shooty lifts his head and you hear the regeneration right. you can just hear it but I feel like it's just they've used the, the sound effect we shall, we shall see mate it's only um, is it eight weeks now it's not long yeah it's, it's actually long, creeping months, up on us yeah. which is exciting yeah mm, indeedy anything else you want to mention for the before we wrap up, dude? Uh, actually, just one thing, um, which was actually the last note I made. And it's, um, so I watched the trailer once more just before we, we signed in to record this. So I thought, I'll just give it one more watch, you know, give me, get myself pumped up for the podcast and just give it one more watch. And, um, you know, I'm looking at the clips and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm going to talk about this, go and talk about that. And I was just thinking about how the trailer's making me feel. Because this is important to me. I think that's the thing I've been missing recently from Doctor Who is this buzz and the trailer gives me that buzz for sure and it's the music as much as anything I was like yes the music in this so the way it jumps from exciting to 
the bit where it really quietens down when the doctor says to Donna, I don't think I can save you this time. There's like this underlying chord of dread. And I was just like, the music in this trailer is fantastic. And I'm assuming it's Murray. I don't know. It could be Blair Mowat or someone like that, but I'm assuming it's Murray. Um, but the music, honestly, is so good in that trailer. It just Everything just flows. And music can make a big difference to any thing you're watching you know it really sets the tone and um yeah so i just it was not like the last note i made and i thought well yeah we always talk about the music but i'd sort of overlooked it because of everything else in the trailer but it's it's brilliant it's really helps to give you that yes let's you know let's i can't wait for this feeling mm -hmm. yeah exactly the same mate yeah it, we assume it's murray because we we had the announcement that murray's back to do that stuff and um so we assume, rightly or wrongly, it's wrong to assume, I know, but we, I think we can safely say that um, that's Murray stuff. It does get you pumped, mate. It does. It it's does. a great, overall, it's a great trailer. It's a very, very well, well-placed trailer. And, and it does exactly what they should do, what a trailer should do. It's, um, it gives you enough of an appetite to want to see the actual thing without giving you all the sweet stuff that you're going to see in the actual episode. So thumbs up, mate. You, all round i think do you think we'll get because we as i said although eight weeks is not long it's still long in terms of keeping the hype train going and let's be fair it had just started to dwayne i think we were saying we we <laughs> had had it gone a bit quiet um for the 60th anniversary and i think this was much needed and it's got everyone hyped up again but hype dies down pretty quick you know we've got to keep going for another eight weeks um it is eight weeks i keep saying that that's right isn't it it's something like that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. So will yeah. we get, because this is so epic. I mean, I think it almost sounds selfish of me to want another trailer, but I'm thinking, will we get anything else now leading up to the 60th? Because we, we've got to have something to keep going. As much as we love this trailer, we, we can't just keep putting this out for the next eight weeks and expect people to not get bored of it. <laughs> so I'm assuming we yeah. might get something. Yeah, I think, um, I don't think we're going to get another trailer. No, okay. I think we might get another little, we'll probably get like a little TV spot that they've made potentially for US audiences or, or uh, whatever to pop on like Disney Plus and things like that. So I think we're going to get a couple of little spots, not trailers. Um, but I think we'll get more so things to do, um, things that are related to the show. So we had that today, right? So we had um, on the BBC Three Twitter or X account, we had the um, the Access All Areas show being oh, yeah, confirmed and, about that, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. so Stefan Powell's going to be hosting that and there's a couple of cool photos with him and David Tennant and in front of the TARDIS and whatnot. And that's called Doctor Who Unleashed, yeah, uh, which is replacing, you know, it's kind of like the spiritual successor to um, Confidential. Yes. So that's been announced. So I think we're going to have some clips of, of, of Stefan you know, uh, behind the scenes and whatnot in the run up to it and little like behind the scenesy kind of things uh, like that. So I don't think we're going to have any more big content drops from the actual episodes or any trailers, but I think we will have some little, some little sneaky bits that land between now and then. Yeah. yeah. A few more breadcrumbs. Yeah. That sounds about right. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So to wrap up then, is this a thumbs up from you? Don't, don't want to put a score on it, but overall you're, you're feeling good about it. Yes, definitely, mate. I am feeling good about it and I'm, I'm very excited for what's to come, definitely. Very good. Right, on that note then, let's stick a pin in it there for episode 382. All righty. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of the Big Blue Box Podcast. That was 382. It's good to be back, dude. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> like we materialise, like the TARDIS. Just boom. There we are. That's it. Time doing another episode. We love it. <laughs> yeah, timey wimey stuff indeed. And it was great to chat through the trailer, bud. When you messaged me the other day and said, dude, we need to do a trailer breakdown, I was like, yes, we so need to do that. So it's been good to uh, to chat through the new trailer and so on. And I think more than ever, we are we are pumped up and ready for um for the specials to land uh, in about seven eight weeks time which is great so um we will be back doing some other bits and pieces um adam's definitely back to review the actual episodes when they land oh, yeah. um, starting in november yeah so um we'll be back doing that stuff um in a run-up to that we'll have another two round tables um so we'll have the october one obviously and then the november one we'll get everybody round and we'll do a group review of uh of the first special and whatnot so there's some stuff coming and so yeah to get prepared for that stuff make sure you're subscribing and followed on whatever podcast app you listen to your podcasts on uh, give us a like and a follow and uh, you won't miss episodes as they land and also um, head over to the website which is bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk you can listen to there for free as well plus you can check out all of the articles and reviews from the writing team so go and do all those things and also check out Adam's channel over on YouTube but it's of course the Geek's Handbag. The Geek's Handbag, yeah, go check out my YouTube channel. I had a couple of new vids drop recently. So yeah, go and have a look at those. Have a nosy. Mm-hmm. Okay, until next time. My name's Gary. My name's Adam. And remember. And...